Beside the crystal fountains, so come with me, we'll go and see the big rock candy mountains. Howdy folks, and welcome to this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio, your Silver Dollar City podcast where we'll dive into the sights, the sounds, and the smells of the wildest park in the wilderness. I'm your host, Tanner Sublet, accompanied as nearly almost always, and especially right now, (laughs) Reese Tabor. Especially now. Welcome, everyone. Happy to have you here. And you are listening to episode number 30, where we'll be deep diving into yet another Silver Dollar City classic, Thunderation. So hop in your stagecoach, grab some nearby kettle corn, and journey back with us to a less civilized time on this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio. Few rides at Silver Dollar City have as much storied history as Thunderation. Thunderation is one of the oldest continually operating roller coasters at Silver Dollar City. This roller coaster is a ton of fun. And as for me, this is the very first roller coaster I ever rode at Silver Dollar City. I distinctly remember that very first ride. And that ever since then has just been uh, just a, a very core dear memory for me in regards to Silver Dollar City. Today, Tanner and I will be deep diving, exploring the history and the the fun facts and figures of the Silver Dollar City ride, Thunderation. There are a lot of fun things that kind of go along with this ride. There's some fun facts and statistics and stories that we'll share with you guys. Um, Before we do that, though, Wanted to let you know about some uh, good reminders regarding Silver Dollar City. Um, before I hit those reminders, I wanted to kind of give a, a little bit of a visit update. So my wife and I went uh, to Silver Dollar City a few days ago um, over the weekend. And Did you? man, going on a Saturday is very different than going on a Monday. Um, so last week's episode was recorded. Tanner and I and our families were there on a Monday. Great opportunity to go, um, pretty low crowds, comparatively low wait times for rides, and um, just a blast overall. Uh, the Saturday visit um, was mega busy. <laughs> Actually, there were times when I I might say that it is the busiest I may have ever seen Silver Dollar City. There was a few instances going up and down some like the major walkways that were just packed to the gills um so there was really beautiful weather this is one of the the first cool weekends for people to really enjoy it wasn't cold but it was kind of cool there were um of course all the the fall festival stuff was going on um so it was it it was busy (laughs) and um i don't know if we didn't really get to do very much, um, we actually decided against getting the tasting passport because mm. all the lines for all the food was so long. Yeah, I get that. So in that instance, we, we just decided, okay, we'll go to one place and then, you know, each of us get a good meal. That'd be a little under around the same price of the tasting passport, but we did only had to wait in line once. So that, that part was nice. Um, but, 
we we wanted to do the tasting passport but in that instance if we did the tasting passport and try to wait in line for five things even if we did like a couple things that you know two lines and then you know one thing at a, a third time that would have been at least two hours maybe two and a half hours of our trip just waiting in food lines so um, I made the comment to my wife that, you know, Silver Dollar City does a lot of things really well. And there's not a lot of, you know, just real comparisons between, you know, Silver Dollar City and, and Disney. You know, there's a lot of differences. But one thing that, that Disney does exceptionally well is their quick service, like their food, like their quick service food is quick. It, I've I've never really, even at like peak Disney, like wait time, it's never been more than 15 minutes for a meal. Like between me ordering and then me getting my food. And at Disney, it's that's that's the norm. That's and if you go to a sit down, sure it's going to be longer. But at Silver Dollar City, it's easy, easy to wait thirty to forty five minutes in line for something that is like at a food truck or like a little food cart. So, um, but it was fun. The pumpkins were all lit up. Got to see the craftsmen again. Um, it was a blast. Um, got to uh, really just have fun, kind of walking around the park. So there you go. Uh, that was a little bit of a, a ride update. Um, Reese's, Reese's reminders on why he doesn't like to wait for food. <laughs> if I'm going to Silver Dollar City, I love the food, but I don't want to spend a, a third to forty percent of my entire day there waiting in line. Oh no, for food. I get it. Like that's just it's. I don't know. That's that that is something I think Silver Dollar City could do better. Is I think they could do their lines better uh, for for food specifically, um, but. That is that is my opinion, and I know I need to give them a little bit of a break because they uh, are are encountering staffing issues that I don't think Disney encounters. Um, just when when Tanner and I went with our families, you know, a week or so ago, we wanted the pretzel dogs, the the pretzel hot dogs, mm-hmm. and we asked a worker, and they said they didn't have enough staff. Like they they're just there were not enough people to work to be able to open up the the pretzel dog and that was the same case when we went on um, mm. on the on the, the saturday following that and we were um, sad and we were sad we were sad we'll just have to wait until this new expansion opens up near fireman's landing then they have to have pretzel, pretzel dogs that's true yep. that's true tanner what are some of the reminders kind of the, the upcoming things that we want to let our <laughs> listeners know about yeah so before we get into the bulk of the episode here so a couple of reminders just to go through Currently, again, uh, as Reese just stated, we are in the middle of Harvest Festival. Uh, If you want to learn about the Harvest Festival, just go a few episodes back or just one episode back. So we actually have two episodes kind of covering the Harvest Festival. One just kind of outlining what the festival is. And then the last episode, episode number 29, uh, we were live from the park and uh, just tried to give you guys a little bit of a fill-in. But if you want to see for yourself just how great Harvest Festival is, even though sometimes it is busy. So if you can avoid a Saturday, that's great. But if Saturday is all you have, then still go on a Saturday because Harvest Festival is incredibly fun. Um, It is a lot of fun. So there you go. Harvest Festival going on. Park is open most Thursdays through Mondays. And typically open pretty late. So uh, another reminder. Like 9 o'clock on Sundays and Mondays and then 10 o'clock Thursday through Saturday. Yes. So there you go. Um, a Another thing coming up is an old-time Christmas festival. So Christmas Woo-hoo! is right around the corner. Ugh. We are like, I'm what, so excited. Weeks? Two, two uh, to three weeks to, man, to Christmas. I I am ready for it. I am here for it. 
I'm, it's two weeks in a in in two days. That's when the uh, from the time of recording. So we're recording on October nineteenth. In two weeks and two days, the old time Christmas festival will start up. So this is Silver Dollar City's longest festival. So it's a f- almost eight weeks. I think it's a, a pretty close to a full eight weeks of a Christmas festival. And so it runs from November fourth, which is a Saturday, to December thirtieth. And also open most Thursday through Monday. So there's a couple times where they're open on a day or two around that. And there may be like a Monday or a Thursday where they're closed. So be sure you're looking at the calendar. Again, the times are the same. Most of the time parks opening up around 1 o'clock. Closing either 9 o'clock on Sunday or Monday. Or 10 o'clock in the evening on Thursday through Sunday. Or Thursday through Saturday. So... Um, there's that old time Christmas. So excited. Um, excited to see what new things they're going to do and what fun stuff is going to be on the tasting passport. Um, yes. Not that I wasn't excited about the tasting passport this year. There's a lot of good things on it. We did enjoy it. Um, but I, I think everything on the Christmas tasting passport is going to be amazing. It's always, um, always was, so good. There were too many pumpkin things. No. The you fall. can't have too many pumpkin puns. I too think, I many think pumpkin could. things. Pumpkin things are <laughs> great, Reese. Whether you think so uh, or not. Okay. I know, I know you enjoy it. Um, the last little uh, announcement before we get into Thunderation is that season passes are on sale. Um, so I, I had a few um, people that I know that were they like waited up until midnight on the, on the day like a week or so ago when they they like first came open to to get theirs. And um, I don't think you have to do that. But you know, if you're really excited about Silver Dollar City, then sure. Um, the pre-sale, if you want to think of it that way, or like the the sale that has the most benefits, ends on October 31st. So right now. Between now and October 31st, you get the most options and benefits and, and boosts from, you know, getting your your season pass right now. Um, so there are three options of season pass. Silver, gold, and diamond. So these are the three options for season passes. So there's some specific differences between these three. Um, first is the price. So silver pass is $135. Gold pass is $195. And diamond is $225. Tanner, could you give us a little bit of a, a breakdown of the benefits and the differences between the three different season pass options? Well, you see, Reese, silver is probably the least worth um, uh, m- material in this list uh gold is worth <laughs> a little bit more and then and then of course diamonds are are worth the most because they're itty oh, of course itty yes. and they and they're really shiny and they're worth a lot of money oh so, yes um so silver gold diamond there you go that's your explanation Thanks, on Tanner. how this works just kidding silver is um <laughs> it's pretty standard um it does come with some bring a friend free tickets comes with a couple discounts, so things like discounts on food and beverage, 10% off it looks like. Um, does come with some discounts on like the Branson Bell or staying at the campground, things like that. So that's pretty much it with silver. With gold, um, you get more Bring a Friend free tickets. You get 20% So you off. get three. You get three Bring a Friend tickets for silver, five for gold, and eight for diamonds. So if yes. you're constantly bringing friends or family then going up on this is do, does impact. Yes, that happens um, when I am explaining what the passes have as part of them as you asked me to do. So Yes, but you weren't being specific. Wait your turn, Reese. All right, so on the food and... <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry, I'm just kidding. I don't actually care. Uh, on <laughs> discounts on food and beverage, gold is 20% off. Uh, has more discounts on other things. Um, it does have um, some guest tickets. So, like, a discount on guest tickets uh, starts with the gold pass. Um, as well as you do get a souvenir mug. Um, so, that comes with gold as well. Um, and then on Diamond Pass, so like Reese so kindly interrupted me in saying is mm-hmm. that you do get eight Bring a Friend free tickets, not five, not three, because we're talking diamonds. Diamonds are worth more than gold and silver, as we've already discussed. Uh, you get 20% off uh, food and beverage discounts. You get a good chunk percent off on like Branson Bell, campgrounds, some guest tickets. Uh, you get the souvenir mug. You do get a trailblazer pass for the first hour of each day, which is really cool. Um, so there you go. Um, I did not know that it was part of it. That's kind of interesting. Now I'm interested. I like diamonds. <laughs> I, I like don't want to wear diamonds, but like, you know, on a season pass. You also cool. get that souvenir mug and trailblazer access with gold as well. No. Oh. I should have known this. The biggest I'm difference my mom's between gold now. and diamond. <laughs> the biggest difference between gold and diamond is if you upgrade to diamond, you get unlimited access to white water as well. Ooh. So if you really, uh, if you like the the water park and you think you're going to go to the water park, yeah, we may uh, do that. A, any even one day at the water park. You know, I think the going up to Diamond gets you unlimited visits the entire year that they're open. So, got it. Um, definitely a good value if you're if you're in the area and you're going to be going to Whitewater and Silver Dollar City multiple times throughout the year. Yeah, it looks like it also comes with some discounts on like park experiences as well. Um, I'm not entirely sure what that means, but. There so this go. is like parking, trailblazer passes, and like the lantern tour ah. for the cave, the cave tour. So that's what's kind of included in that. There you go. So there okay. is there is your Silver Dollar Radio run through of <laughs> the Silver Dollar City season passes. We are not paid Speaking to talk about the Silver Dollar City season passes. We just think they're good. No. So <laughs> yeah, I, and and we we get them every year. We do. So okay. Thunderation. Woo! The the part of the episode that everyone has been waiting for. Everyone. They've been clapping. So Tanner, tell me. Clapping, cheering, rioting in the streets. <laughs> what is Thunderation? Thunderation. Ah, Thunderation is a uh man, I I consider it to be a Silver Dollar City classic. I think anyone in our generation thinks of it as a Silver Dollar City classic. It's not technically... I agree. It's not like an opening day attraction or like it hasn't been here as long as something. Not even close. Um, But... But it has been around for a while. It has. And it is only the second roller coaster that Silver Dollar City ever built. And so, Silver Dollar City's Thunderation, so this is straight from the website. It says, rumble through the treetops on a runaway mine train. Thunderation is an 81-foot-tall, high-speed coaster with a scenic view of the Ozarks. The train begins its journey propelled by gravity until cars reach the coaster's only lift. The runaway mine train takes a spiraling drop and races through an underground tunnel before returning to the loading station. That's pretty much there it. I mean, that's kind of it. It's a good yeah. gist of it. It is very much like a mine theme, uh, uh, mine train style ride. Um, although I will say, I 
there are a lot of theme parks that have some sort of mine train themed ride. It is significantly better than any other mine train ride I've ever done. Uh, any other theme park that's not named Disney World. And that's because Disney World is kind <laughs> of a little bit different. There are dwarves involved. Um, but <laughs> but as far as uh-huh. um, mine train rides, it's, it is very good. Um, also, it is so unique. And we'll get into this here in a little bit when we kind of go through the ride factors. But it is just the way that Silver Dollar City has some rides that they're the like where you load is at the top of the hill and at the bottom of the hill mm-hmm. is wild. Like, it just makes for an experience that you don't have it anywhere else. Interesting. Yes, very much I, so. I, I think it's it's really, really interesting. And the um, the mechanics of it are, are fun. It's it's like Tanner said, it's not what you would expect. And something unique that, that Silver Dollar City can do that, that not many other amusement parks are able to is utilize the terrain in a really cool way. So Tanner mentioned you're at the top of the hill, but it's it's a pretty good hill. It's th- there's a lot of, of of elevation difference between the top of the ride and the bottom of the ride, and yeah, like the highest point you know from ground to you know to to top of the coaster is 81 feet, but there's a lot more that I, I feel like than than that 81 feet you know, like from from like the total elevation change uh, from the top of the hill to the bottom. So like I love love. Uh, Disney World. You guys have heard us talk about the lot. Been to like Six Flags and um, oh, uh, other music. I'm trying to think of like other music parks, um, like large Cedar music parks Point. That I've been You've to. got uh, um, but they're all flat, land. or like mostly, mostly flat. And so because as uh, Silver Dollar City is in the Ozark Mountains, or like at least the foothills of the Ozark Mountains, there's lots of elevation changes and lots of 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 scenic and elements that are, are combined along this uh, uh, among this and prior to time traveler opening up it was largely in the trees it's so like there were there was a lot of trees like really densely packed to it so you felt like you were out in the middle of nowhere at the bottom of the ride now when time traveler came in that a lot of those trees uh, unfortunately were taken out to make room for time traveler and now they're they're more just like adjacent to each other um so that one was it is it's, it's a little too bad that some of those some of those trees and elements came in um so we love thunderation and i've you know i already said in, in the opener of this little segment that one of the reasons i love thunderation so much is because it was the very first ride i ever did at silver dollar city it was uh, winter of 2004 we were doing the uh, our very first christmas time at silver dollar city uh, we had just moved to missouri from colorado there was a lot of stuff going on, you know, kind of like unpacking and like new new place, all that jazz. And we went to, to Silver Dollar City. And I remember we went in like an afternoon and it was already kind of dark. And so we rode this ride in the dark and uh, it, was, oh, it was so much fun. One of the things that I just distinctly remember was the vortex spin and going in the tunnel. Uh, just so, so unique. So, so interesting. Um so Tanner, what? Why else? What? What else do we love about Thunderation? So if you listen to our episode last week, you will recall that I have not ridden Thunderation in a very long time until this last weekend, um, and I <laughs> forgot just how much I love this ride. Um, and honestly, it's one of the reasons we wanted to do a deep dive into it. Is I think it does. It gets overlooked when you have so many other great rides and experiences at Silver Dollar City. Um, sometimes you don't necessarily think of Thunderation, and I don't know if that's deserved anymore. Like, I had as much fun on this roller coaster as I have had 
on most of the other roller coasters or most of the other attractions at Silver Dollar City. And so um, it is. It's it's that entry-level roller coaster, quote, um, entry-level roller coaster. But it is still a a rush and a whole lot of fun for even those of us who are intense adrenaline junkies. Um, And a lot of that is because of the way that the track is laid out. It is just a very unique ride comparative to anything else you can do. And so uh, it's it's, so fun. It is very fun. And you go underground, which is always cool. Um, And so that's, that is a, that is a really cool element. And you know, some roller coasters have like uh, elements that like go inside. I'm thinking of like a big thunder mountain at Disney world that we compared this to, you know, a couple weeks ago, there's some elements that are like built up around it. Like there's an enclosure. It's, looks like a mountain like you're going through caves um thunderation literally goes underground like they dug a a like a a, a, a tunnel through the earth out like, through the side of a hill and out the out of the bottom of the hill so it's not like manufactured it's not like it's it feels like an actual mine shaft and it is so so neat um you know, Tanner, you think of the, you know, the most memorable ride on Thunderation. I, I'll always go back to that, that first time I wrote it. Um, but what about for you? What what was your most memorable ride on, on Thunderation? Reese, I am going to say my most memorable ride on Thunderation took place two weekends ago when I got to ride Thunderation with my bus buddy, uh, the one who's currently yawning as I talk nicely about him. Um, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, I really, like, I, I... I it sounds funny, like my most memorable ride is my most recent one, but it really was. It was one of those things where it's been so long since I've ridden that ride, uh, and I've always remembered it being fun. It's just one of those things that we don't get to. Uh, it's it's not necessarily the first priority when we go to the park, and um, mm-hmm. I had so much fun on that ride. <laughs> it was really good, and so I, I think memorable-wise, uh, I will remember that ride for a while just because we had as much fun as we did, so... There you go. Mm-hmm. Reese, you want to jump into some ride facts? So I know we've talked a little bit about yeah, how the ride I'd works. Yeah, I'd love but to. Let's, let's talk into some some actual facts and statistics and not yep. just Tanner blabbering so about his opinions. I <laughs> I uh, do really enjoy sharing some of these facts and figures. Um, so Thunderation opened up actually 30 years ago. So 1993... Wild is when uh, Thunderation first opened up. And, you know, I, I realized, you know, as we were as we were getting ready for this um this podcast, that the thirty years is really neat. And I wish they would have done something. Yeah, I like, can't to believe mark the thirtieth anniversary. It seems um, wild. I can. I, I think that the emphasis on, you know, Fire in the Hole's last real season, uh of the like the old Fire in the Hole, I think that's that kind of like took precedent for like most of their marketing strategies. I still think they could have done something fun with uh, Thunderation, sure. but opened up 30 years ago. Really, really neat. Manufactured by Aerodynamics, um, which is a funny name because it's like Aero and Dynamics. Being a squish to go like Aerodynamics. Um, <laughs> it was a Silver Dollar City's second roller coaster. Um, so, Tanner, what was the first? The first roller coaster built by Silver Dollar City was fire in the hole there you go there you go i don't know if i would necessarily i it's, guess it's an indoor coaster it is a um, roller coaster by all definitions of the word no it's yes it is but it's not necessarily what i think of when i think of roller coaster no it's it's an but indoor you also have ride. to think when it was built well that's true no i i i 
we'll 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 give it to you. Um, but in 1993, <laughs> they really stepped up their game yes, and did. added this thrill ride. Yes. They did. So, um, the height requirements is 42 inches. Um, the lift carries passengers uh, 121 feet up in the air. The top speed is 400. Four the top speed <laughs> of this ride it is, it is an entry level roller coaster top <laughs> speed of 480 <laughs> miles an hour. 48 miles an hour. That, uh, 48 no, miles an hour. Um, it's uh, got two trains, six cars per train, two riders in each row, equaling 36 total riders per train. Man. Most of the time, they just have one train going. Every now and again, they'll run two, uh, but most of the time, they'll just do one train. Um, the height's 81 feet. The length of the track is actually uh, a pretty decent length. It's 3,022 feet long, and it's a good duration, too. Two minutes, 10 seconds. So there's there's a lot going on in this. Um the elements are uh, the helix that I remembered. So you spin around on yourself like this, like whirlpool type thing twice. You go into the tunnel and then there's this chain lift at the end. So kind of jumping into some fun facts. Uh, the sign is stylized. So like when you go up and you walk up to Thunderation, um, the T is capitalized. The N is capitalized in the other T. So Thunderation. So T-H-U-N-D-E-R-A-T-I-O-N. Wow. Hey, Reese, you want to sound that out or spell it uh, again for us? No, um, <laughs> because I'm not good at it. <laughs> thunderation. If you think of the word thunderation, um, the T, N, and T are capitalized, so referencing T and T. If you, if you <laughs> at home, if you, if you don't understand what just happened, just look up a sign of thunderation. You'll get it. <laughs> The T and T, okay. Yeah, there you go. It's it's fun. I did a bad job. This <laughs> it's sorry. okay. You did a great um, job. It's just kind of confusing over a podcast. That <laughs> something that they changed in 2010, which I really, really do miss, is that the third and fifth cars were backwards. So you could not only ride this really fun ride forwards, but you could do it backwards, which was just wild. Why would but they take that away? That's so sad. By 2011, opening in May 2011, they had put them all facing forward, mm. which is sad. I I never got to ride concern. it. I don't backwards. Know. I don't think. Oh, that's how I I every time I wrote it, I wanted to do it backwards. So which we we went to Silver Dollar years. City before 2011, yeah. but I still don't, I don't ever remember riding this ride backwards. So. I may have just you just missed out. Not known it was going on and been in a different car. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, unlike most roller coasters, uh, the lift hill is located at the end and not at the beginning. You know, you ride a lot of roller coasters. It's that like little dip, whatever, and then like you know, take you up to the top, and then wee. You know, you ride the momentum the rest of the way down. Not so Thunderation. The lift is almost at the end, and then you get one final little hill, and then woo, and then you're back up at the at the front. The Q is normally pretty good on this one. The line is generally not too terribly long. No. Since it is the oldest outdoor roller coaster at Silver Dollar City, um, it's not uh, frequented very often by you know those thrill seekers who are wanting like Time Traveler or Outlaw Run or Powder Keg. Um, but the uh, the lines relatively short. The queue is fun. It is you know themed more towards the 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 mine and like the the exploded mine and you know or you're you're trying to like you know, escape through the mines. You're on this runaway rail car. 
There you go. There you go. Those are some of like the general ride facts and uh, fun bits of information. Tanner, do you have anything else to leave our listeners with before we wrap up? No, not necessarily. Um, yeah, again, this is just a super good ride. Really solid, lots of fun. Getting older, older than you would think, um, but also thirty years, thirty old? years, thirty years young. Um, maybe not. <laughs> it's it is quite it's quite rickety right. um, and is very enjoyable. If you would like a bumpier than normal ride, ride towards the back of the ride train. outlaw run. Yes, or ride outlaw run. Either <laughs> one. Uh, that is a significantly bumpier uh ride uh but more bumpy more more bumpy bumpier, bumpier. whatever it is more bumpy oh. all right reese tanner what's your question of the day oh, you can't, you can't i'm just ask, sorry you can't just ask what's I'm the question rewind that hey reese yeah are you ready for the question of the day sure what's it i guess we're just rolling with that now i uh you know, I don't actually have one prepared, so we're just going to make one up as we go here. If you I, I thought that's what you always did. <laughs> could re-theme Thunderation to be a, any other theme than a mine train car ride, what theme would you give it? And what decorations, hmm. like what elements would you put on it to go with that theme? So we're enhancing the coaster and we're changing its theme, but we're leaving the track and the ride the exact same. Go. Um, could I choose the DeLorean from Back to the Future 3 when it was on the the railroad tracks and trying to escape or trying to hit 88 miles an hour? That's fun. I mean, uh, you're right next to Time Traveler. Like, it would fit. Really, though? <laughs> Just two Time Traveler I think that's rides. what I would choose. Just, like, change the cars to DeLoreans. And I know it only hits 43 miles an hour, so it doesn't hit 88. Um, yeah, but I think I think that would fit well with the way that it's set up. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, guys. Excited that you are all joining us today. We really appreciate you being on the podcast uh, and listening to Tanner and I rant and ramble about some of our fun things. Uh, we will um, be back with you next week. In the meantime, uh, send us uh, any questions you may have. Uh, like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. Tanner, we'll see you later. Yeah. Adios, guys. Bye. Bye.